Oh, hello. I'm sitting in my living room of my, wow, what a rare occurrence, quiet, empty home with three adult roommates. Uh, there's always someone here doing something. Um, there is a, <laughs> a laptop running PC updates. It looks like it's going to be doing it for a long time. So you may hear a weird rattling. That's the sound of a PC doing its magic. It's about three in the afternoon, sunny, clear, cold, but nice outside in Toronto. Um, I am on a day off in between chunks of work week. I worked two days at my part-time receptionist job. And then I have today off and then I'm working the wedding show for the weekend. Because we must always hustle to pay our rents. Um, I will not uh, lie. I have been looking at apartments. The rate of renting an apartment in Indianapolis, where my best friend Tet lives, gotta say, gotta say, um, why do I pay so much in rent? Why, why do I live in a city this, this expensive? I think there's like a handful of cities in North America where you pay this much for scraping out what tends to be a distinctly uncomfortable lifestyle. (laughs) My roommate um, sold the couch unexpectedly. I don't want to get into it, but let's just say things at the household have been weird. Leave it at that. 37 years old. (laughs) just living it up on the group thread about not having a couch anymore. Um, again, I don't want to get into it. I, I feel like even to have mentioned it in the way I did is I've teased it on Instagram as well. And it's, it's, uh, am I mature? No, (sighs) no, I'm not. I am not at all. Um, else is going on I've been feeling a bit better I've been the days are noticeably longer I due to my current schedule I am actually managing to get out in the sun in the afternoons which makes a huge difference it had been snowy and overcast all the time I probably wouldn't be feeling quite so energetic um things are chipping away I'm trying to get back into i I think my schedule is less bananas than it was. Um, so I'm not just running hither and thither across this great, greater Toronto area that I was working in the farthest reaches of by transit. It was a nightmare. Uh, transit, if you don't know, in Toronto is a nightmare. <clears throat> right now, they've just paid a ton of money for this influx of transit inspectors in the city but their system doesn't even fucking work and half the time you try to pay and can't um 
but then if they catch you and you haven't, then they give you hundreds of dollars of fine. And the whole thing is rubbish and uh, truly nightmarish. And I was having to take that system and like every connection, you just have to assume a 20 minute delay just in case. So sometimes I'd have to have a two hour journey to get to work on time. Cool. So I don't have to do that anymore, which is nice. I mean, I have my workplace that's, you know, reasonable. It's not a straight shot, but it's it's better. I'm working afternoons, so I'm getting out in the afternoon, enjoying the sun for a bit. I usually get to work early, putter around. We have a cappuccino maker at the workplace, so I get to make myself espresso-based beverages which is a dangerous it's it's a it's a right and it's a responsibility when you have free all you can make <laughs> cappuccinos you have to be responsible because uh, more than two is not good for you that's what i say uh in a, in a shift um i've had other jobs like this where there's been a fancy coffee machine and yeah there's always a surge in the beginning where you're like really over-caffeinating. I tried the, I don't know if they have this everywhere, but Diet Coke Extra, which is like doubly strong. It's the Jolt Cola of Diet Cokes and it's vanilla flavored, which is great because never they never had Diet Vanilla Coke in Canada, I don't think, which used to be one of my faves. And uh, sometimes you can get a vanilla Coke Zero from a store that illegally brings in their soda from the States. Uh, You can always tell the stores that do that because they have things like vanilla Coke Zero. I hope no narcs are listening to this. I I don't want anyone to get busted. I really like it when they have those. Or cherry Coke Zeros. Anyway, I don't even like Coke Zero. I prefer the old school Diet Coke DC it's the salty drink. It's the choice of salt lovers everywhere. Um, <laughs> it's what I like to refer to as a breakfast cola. So things are chiller because my days are a little chiller. And um, I've been trying to use my extra time as I've been getting more energy. Um, I've been trying to use my time responsibly doing things like buying groceries, you know, just the absolute basic self-care shit that should be obvious and easy. Um, Feeding myself, you know. Uh, Just taking time to unwind and sort of do some, I hesitate to say energetic work because it sounds more hippy-dippy than I wanted to, but that's essentially what it boils down to. I'm just sort of doing some inner stuff and um, trying to do putter around on little projects and not hold myself too accountable or, you know, there's nothing wrong with being a, um, a person who dabbles. And uh, I think... One of the things that's weird is um, 
for a long time, one of my main outlets has been stand-up comedy. Even if I haven't at times done it constantly, you know, there's definitely been stretches over most of the winters uh, where, you know, I might only perform a couple times a month. And, uh, you know, it's never been my main income source or barely even a income source. But after almost 10 years of doing it, um, I find I know exactly as much as I need to do to sort of keep my wits about me and have fun with it without burning myself out or just doing a million free shows for no purpose. I think there is a value to doing a ton of shows, um, not just when you're new, um, because it, it sharpens it sharpens you up like a pencil. But if you burn yourself out doing it for no major result, as in most of the time, um, nothing special comes out of it. Um, if you're working up to something or you have a big whatever coming up, then yeah, you can do that. But I think a lot of the people, especially women I meet in comedy um, and queer people as well, they kind of have this natural understanding of like not burning out on it. Um, there's exceptions. There's always, and there's always the novelty of it or the initial, like you get on a real hedonic treadmill with like positive feedback. So if you're really nailing it and you're making a big splash and you're new, that excitement and motivation kind of feeds itself. But I think a lot of people grind themselves into a paste. And I think a lot of women I have met have said to me, you know, I really want to do more stand up, but dot, dot, dot. I have kids. I, I'm in grad school. I have a day job, a serious day job. I, you know, don't live somewhere where I can do it often. And I always just say, it'll still be there. If you're approaching it in a healthy way of like, this is a thing I do, whether or not I'm getting lucrative rewards for doing so, because you won't, (laughs) you just won't. Um, your likelihood of doing that versus winning the lottery is probably like the odds are the same. So if you're not enjoying it, then something has to be shifted. And if you are not able to do it and that bums you out because you feel like you're seeing all these people spending all this time pouring every drop of everything into it and you feel like you're not living up to some expectation, just remember that the only reward is doing the thing period. It took me a while to get that. I have burned myself to a crisp on comedy. I, uh, when I was working full time, you know, I would be working 40 to 50 hours a week at my legal assistant job. And then I would be doing comedy on the side anywhere from 10 to 20 hours a week and not including hanging and travel time and as spending three hours killing time downtown because I it doesn't make sense to go back home and then come back out or whatever I mean you only have so much of you and I think of my creative energy the way I think of a liver which is to say rich in iron uh no uh the the um the liver can regenerate you only really need like even a little piece of a liver, a node of a liver to make a whole other liver for a person. 
but you still have to have at least a little bit. And to start one fresh from a little piece is harder on the person receiving it, the transplant. But um, if you have what is your original liver there, um, you can you can take off chunks. You just can't take everything off. Does this... My analogies get so weird. <sighs> what else was I going to talk about? Ugh, so many things. I think this is the time where cabin, cabin fever, for those of us who are in the wintry climes, it really kicks in. It kicks in. Um... Because we've been watching people going on glamorous sun vacations for four months now, you know, at somebody's turn every week. Um, But we still maybe have two months of fucking winter left. Maybe more. It feels like it never ends. And I like the weather when it's sunny and clear and cold. I don't mind that at all. Um... But I also think I've been cooped up a little too much and uh, have been trying to, when the temperatures prevail in my favor, I've been trying to like sneak walking into my schedule, um, especially in, in circumstances where, for example, I have to go to this wedding show this weekend. It is 20 minutes by foot and it is 20 minutes by bus, and the bus stops directly in front of my house, and then again directly in front of the venue. Why are we taking the bus? (laughs) Only if I'm running late, I guess, but that bus only comes every half hour. (sighs) So the smart thing to do is walk especially while the weather uh, allows Mm -hmm. I have a show coming up on the 27th of February at the Ossington it's called Dearly Departed Um, the ticket link is on my Instagram my Instagram handle is at McCormcorp M-C-C-O-R-M-C-O-R-P If you would like to come, please buy your tickets. It is a small venue. Um, I do not guarantee door tickets will be available. However, I probably know you and I will probably let you come in and stand in the back. (laughs) Um, I uh, also have my regular weekly uh, open mic it's three it's only three weeks out of the month there's one week of the month when it's another show uh with different producers but i am there most tuesdays in tall boys 838 bloor street west tall boys tuesdays uh it's a pay what you can show we usually have uh, anywhere from five to eight lovely performers doing jokes doing we've had drag we've had musical comedy we've had all kinds of stuff and if you would like to sign up with anything a reading a poem uh mime act 
magic aerial yoga. I don't know if we have the rigging for that. Never mind. Uh, Non-aerial yoga. (laughs) You can come. Let me know you want to perform. If I don't have room on the lineup, I will put you on a future show. That's how it works. Um, And I would love people to come out to that as well. Um, But yeah, Dearly Departed is going to be a storytelling show, the one on the 27th at Ossington, um, where people are going to be talking about sort of the ridiculous side of grief and loss, the things that happen that make everybody go, what the fuck, how is this real? The um, ways in which people can be kind of mistakenly... Um, falsely memorialized, maybe. Um, And just generally, it's a show with truly all of my favorite storytellers. Um, Everyone on the show is amazing. And uh, I think we're going to have a really nice time. So please come to that. I I don't have a ton of updates other than that. It's just these two things. I am going to start doing a monthly ticketed show that is more curated. Um, There's no open mics. It's all going to be booked. It's going to be just my favorite um, comedy folks. Uh, The ones that I think everyone needs to watch. I will have more information about that show, but it is going to be... A ticketed show, um, and I think it'll be something along the lines of you pay 15 bucks, and uh, once a month we do a show uh, where you'll see, you know, three or four really hot acts. Many of the people will be pulled from my open mic, but they will be the people who have a little bit more polished material. I think the thing with an open mic you always have to bear in mind is that Um, You can only curate it so much. I book a few of the spots and then I let people come and sign up. So I can't promise anything. It's always been a great time, um, but (laughs) I can't vouch for people who just come in off the street. You know what I'm saying? Not unless there's anything wrong with coming up, up off the street. There is not. I guess lastly, and this is a quickie because I have um, some stuff I want to work on and uh, some errands to run today. Uh, I, <laughs> I know I said earlier I'm looking at how cheap rent is in Indianapolis um, and I think my relationship with Toronto is always constantly threatening to leave, but it's not personal. It's, it's not enough. It's not meant to be an attack on anyone's choices, life choices. Uh, for me, it's just, I think the, the climate, the amount of daylight in the winter, there's just certain things that I'm never going to get over. And I'm not, I, I think as much as I could choose to find ways to make it more bearable. It's just like a brick wall I run up against every winter and I'm tired of it. I'm really tired of hitting that same brick wall over and over again. But it's like, um, you know, the roadrunner painted a tunnel on the side of a butte 
and I just keep running into it over and over again because I think it's going to take me somewhere. So I don't want to shit on Toronto, but I just want to say in Indianapolis, you can get a full apartment for like $450 a month. A bachelor, but still. You might say, yeah, but wages are higher here. They're not. (laughs) I checked. Uh, I mean, our minimum wage is a little bit higher, but we also, our dollar isn't um as it's it's never it hasn't been as strong in a long time the canada usa um economy situation is one that i'm just i would love to divest myself of in terms of i don't want to have to root for big businesses or um capital gains or a surging booming economy like I don't want to root for the system period I would just like to be able to work 25 to 30 hours a week uh, at one job and have the rest of my time to do stand-up comedy (laughs) that's what I would like it's proving very difficult Everybody wants all your time plus overtime or they want to pay you literally the same wages they would have paid you 10 years ago. Because that's the other thing, right? Minimum wage has gone up, but the the wages that people are paying for things in sort of cultural creative jobs hasn't gone up accordingly. Uh, you know, a job that's you used to be a a writer job is now like called us junior story intern and it's paying less than it was 10 years ago literally the exact same job um and to become a legal assistant again i think it's going to take more megahertz of <laughs> that i don't have <laughs> megawatts what is my energy output i guess it's calories so i don't have the calories for that i think i will find a happy medium where i can work whether it's contract work or something for times of the year and then still get to travel and escape the winter um I feel like that's the solution I'm slowly ambling towards um I'm trying not to make any big decisions or come up with these intensely focused ideas of how things have to be because I think if you're really fixated on a concrete detail of wanting something you're um sometimes leaving out a lot of other possibilities that could be equally satisfying right um and as shitty as this year this past year of my life has been um and maybe all the years to be honest it hasn't been a party it hasn't we're talking trauma (laughs) 
we're talking disappointment, letdown, mental health crises. We've had it all. By we, I mean me. Um, <laughs> but as bad as this year has been, I think the one thing that I've it's really served me well for is to realize how much I could strip bare my life down to just the absolute essentials and where that leaves me in terms of how I feel day to day and uh, what I actually want. Because it's easy to kind of make yourself think you need this exact specific solution to whatever your issue is. And then when that thing happens, you'll be happy. But that's not how it works. You'll get, even if you get that thing, you won't appreciate it. You'll have to move on to something else. Is this too deep? I know I'm supposed to be funny. God, I don't know if I can do it. Not without an audience. You know what I mean? Like, I'm weird. I might say something that's kind of funny sounding, but it's not without an audience in front of me. I need like that. I want to keep wanting this. I want to say haptic feedback, but like it kind of is, you know, it's like, (sighs) wow. I hate nothing more than talking about um, stagecraft with other comedians. Like, if someone wants to tell me their joke to my face, like, not in front of an audience, oh, no. I don't want to do it. And it's weird because there's, like, a lot of people who don't do comedy but are into comedy. And as a result, they want to talk about stagecraft, but they themselves are not performers. And... It just feels like theoretical to them. Whereas I'm like, "Mm." but it doesn't matter what kind of performer you are. I feel like there is like a back and forth and a give and take of energy. That's really important. And like podcasting, unless you have like a co-host, I guess, um, is not solo podcasting is its own weird thing and I think I I do have a couple people who are going to come on as guests soon just to like shake loose the deep ponderous metaphorical um ramblings uh where I forget what I've talked about so far by the end of it then I go back and I kind of fast forward through it and like oh right I forgot about I talked about that So if you're ever wondering why I repeat myself so much, just know it's not that I don't think you're listening. It's that my brain does not record all the time. Don't take it personally. So like I said, I'm at McCormcorp, M-C-C-O-R-M-C-O-R-P. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, I'm going to try and, I don't know, get some interviews up, get some... Maybe I'll record some stuff from some shows, give you some clippies. Uh, thank you for supporting. Please uh, listen, subscribe, etc. Review, rate. These are just words I, I hear other people say on other podcasts. Okay, be well.